Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's college football edition of Think Tank Sports. Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And, of course, listen to us on your favorite podcast delivery system. We are on all, a lot of them. We're on a lot of them. Uh, you know this. You know the shtick if you've heard me, heard us here. Yeah. We're on a lot of them, so please listen and give us a five-star rating for our college football content tonight. And, uh, Mike, there were some interesting uh, interesting games, a couple of upsets and and things of that nature. It was, uh, I think, a good week for college football. We've had some weeks where it's been kind of dud-like. I don't think that was this week. No, I agree, Dave. Uh, you know, the, one of the reasons college football, you know, I jokingly or tongue-in-cheek say second most popular sport in the country, but I really truly believe that it is. And one of the reasons it's so compelling every week is because uh, for most teams, every week is a playoff game. Uh, you know, these teams that are not on the top end of Power 5 conferences uh, cannot lose. They literally cannot lose to keep any... Uh, a semblance of um, hope alive. Uh, so, you know, we get that every week, and uh, we certainly got that this week, except, Dave, for the number one team in the country, uh, the Georgia Bulldogs, just continue uh, to just blow people out. They beat uh, a Missouri team uh, 43-6, to and uh, it was never that close. <laughs> you know, it was just one of those games where uh, they came out, Georgia did, and uh, their defense is stifling. Uh, they run the ball. Their quarterback does what he has to do, and uh, they're just cruising through this season, Dave, uh, heading towards, you know, the SEC championship game and the showdown with presumably uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide. But um, <laughs> they have the uh, juggernaut that is Charleston Southern this week uh, for a little uh, patsy, I guess, getting ready for the playoff push. And then uh, Georgia Tech the following week and uh yeah then into it folks this is a uh, i just want to say too we're winding down here there's only two this week and next for regular season college football uh then you get the uh break you know before the bowl bowl games and uh all of that so uh enjoy it while we're watching it but dave uh any more thoughts on the georgia bulldogs and their uh cream puff situation they got going yeah, no, I mean, they're done with conference play. They finish up at 8-0. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're they're locked into uh, the SEC title game at this point. Right. And you know, it really just comes down to, you know, does Alabama uh, play well enough and, and get to stay in that spot? Uh, Alabama has to play um, – uh, a game and uh, interesting uh, Arkansas team uh, this coming week. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they they have played their share of close games. We'll talk about the later one um, from this last week. But I, that's a little bit of a scary game, uh, I think, for, our, uh, for Alabama. Um, I think if they play well, they win. 
but Arkansas it has the feel of a team that could give Alabama some trouble right. uh, as far as that goes. So, And then, of course, Alabama has Auburn, uh, you know, huge rivalry game. Uh, so we'll see, but this is really where it's coming down to, uh, is, is where Alabama and Georgia finish regular season, um, and then the championship game, and then what the committee does with the, what happens with the result of that game. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, this Arkansas team, you know, was highly regarded early in the year. They took a couple of, of, uh, losses, uh, and, you know, really they got blown off the field by Georgia. Uh, and kind of ended their uh, run for a national championship uh, this season. But you're right, they have that feel and that ability to come out and, you know, um, give this Alabama team some struggles. Alabama favored by 20 points, Dave. Um, Over-unders, 56.5. Most of the public is betting the under in that situation probably thinking that uh, Arkansas can't score uh, on that Alabama defense. But this isn't uh, a juggernaut Alabama team, in my opinion. You know, this week they uh, beat LSU 20-14. to 14 And, um, oh, I'm sorry, they beat New Mexico State two weeks ago. Was yeah, no, New Mexico State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 59-3 to three, uh, really outclassed New Mexico State was. Uh but I just don't feel like, you know, Saban's got this team, you know, where it was certainly last year talent-wise when you look at uh, all that talent that's translated to the NFL. Uh, I don't know about you, buddy, but I'm sick of Alabama and the Crimson Tide talk personally. Uh, I respect Saban uh, in the sense that, yeah, he keeps winning. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, probably let's digress for a second. Do you think he's the best coach in the history of college football, Nick Saban? Oh, boy. he I mean, he's right there. Right. You know, he's got to be he's, in the conversation. He's, he's right there uh, with all of the greats, you know, and you think about um, – Well, Bear oh Bryant gosh. right there. Yeah, right. Bear Bryant zone. was one. And, um, you know, if you think about Newt Rockney, if you want to go way back and – uh, Era Parsegian and uh, you got you know, uh, Joe Paterno in there, even though uh, it was an ugly situation off the field. Um, you know, on the field, he certainly was successful. Bo Schembechler, you know, I'm just I'm just throwing names out. Uh, yeah, in yeah, no, particular no, I think, order, but Saban's yeah, no, right Saban, there. Right? He he definitely is right there. There's there's no two two ways about that, um, and particularly when you look at you know, let's not forget, folks, that he won a national title at LSU as well. Good point. Uh, you know, way back when. So, Good point. Um, sure, he's got the Alabama juggernaut, but he was decent at Michigan State, got better at LSU, mm. and won a title, and then really, obviously, has taken Alabama to another level. Um, Mike, but this Arkansas uh, team and this game against LSU – uh, this last week, uh, Arkansas won 16-13 in overtime. Mm-hmm. And one of the interesting parts in this game is LSU was up 10-3 to in the second quarter, uh, had a big drive uh, down to the Arkansas 14-yard line, and they decide to hike the ball to the running back in a wildcat formation. Okay. And bad snap, they lose 
the snap and Arkansas recovers and your boy Ed Orgeron <laughs> absolutely livid on the sidelines, screaming at the offensive coaches yep. um, after the game says, I don't know why we ran that play. We haven't run that play all year. Uh, we had a chance to go up 17 to three there. Um, so yeah, Ed Orgeron, not, very happy with the play calling there. Well, this is what uh, you get just when kind you have of lame duck coach. You know, I can't yeah. believe that, that he was allowed to finish the season, uh, I guess, yeah. out of respect, you know, for what he has done for the program. And um, But when you have a lame duck coach, apparently the coordinators are doing whatever they want. You know, the head coach has <laughs> ultimate say on play calls and, you know, offensively and defensively, uh, you know, whether they're making the specific play call itself, he could at least has the ability to say, we're going to run the ball in here, you know, uh, and the coordinators certainly not paying attention or not getting that information. Uh, and he was livid. You're right. Spitting and swearing and can't understand what he's saying anyway. I could not imagine right. what it sounded like uh, in that excited yeah, state. Um... Yep. No, just, I agree. Uh, no, uh, no words that were understandable for sure. Uh, just wanted to bring that up though. Cause it's interesting. And you think sure. about all the stuff that's going on at LSU this year and now LSU Mike at four and six, uh, their most losses since 1999, the year before the, uh, Nick Saban got there. Oh. And if they lose one more game, they will have their first losing season since 1999 as well. So uh, rare, rare territory for LSU after all their success. So uh, even the mighty can fall every now and again. I don't think uh, Odell Beckham is going to be in the locker room after their last game passing out $100 bills to amateur athletes uh, when this season ends for LSU for sure. Uh, but enough of enough of the LSU uh, talk there, buddy. I I think your point's well taken that Arkansas can challenge Alabama this week, and, yes. and it's one to certainly keep an eye on. Um, what else? Uh, Ohio State, man, they came out and put it on Purdue. Oh, uh, oh my goodness! 59-31, and it, again, it was never that close. Um, they just dominated this game. Uh, it was 35-7 uh, in the second quarter and were never really threatened uh, in the game. And Ohio State peaking at the right time, buddy. Uh, I did not think much, especially of their offensive line early in the year. Uh, and they're getting it done. Um, you know, they've come together. They're running the ball. Uh, Alave uh, is going to be a superstar wide receiver in the NFL. Um, he is, you know, a great receiver for them. Uh, their quarterback has certainly uh, matured over the year uh, in Stroud. And, uh, yeah, Ohio State all of a sudden um, is going to be a contender in this playoff. I, I was thinking earlier in the year that they were just going to be filler. But, no, they're going to be right there, buddy. Yep, no, they are. They scored on all seven first-half possessions in wow. this game. Was that good? Uh, 45 points against a Purdue team that hadn't given up more than 30 in a game this year. Great stat. Uh, 
But uh, Ohio State, you know, they, they're they playing well and at the right time. I completely agree. Two of their toughest games uh, left in the season. Uh, this week, home for Michigan State. Yep. And then, of course, the week after, uh, on the road at Michigan. So uh, this will be, as you look at it, three straight games against ranked teams and four out of their last five because they also uh, played Penn State when they were ranked Mm -hmm. uh, a few weeks ago. So this is a tough stretch, and Ohio State is certainly playing very, very well. Uh, They are playing well, Mike, but really they are a 19-point favorite against Michigan State this week. Yeah, I don't get that. uh, that is that just floors me. You're yeah. talking about the number four team and the number seven team. Yeah. Nine. I mean, they're favored, Mike, by almost three touchdowns. Now I see what they did to Purdue, and I, I get that, but my goodness, that is a lot of points. It is uh, against uh, a very good Michigan State team that has beaten Michigan has you know, a Heisman Trophy candidate at a running back and uh, also a team that's uh, poised and maturing at the right time. Um, But obviously, you know, the consensus is that, you know, um, they're just that much better. I don't don't get it myself. 19 is crazy. Uh, I had to do a double take when I saw uh, that line myself, buddy. So... Uh, we'll see what happens. It's on for the Big Ten, man. Uh, these yep. next two weeks, uh, and then their championship game, uh, they're certainly going to be showcased all across the country. Uh, yep, and and based on all these teams being close in the rankings, uh, these games, not just for the Big Ten, but for the national rankings, the scenes, the playoff, yep. the bowl games, all of it, Yep. Uh, huge huge focus on the Big Ten these next three weeks. No doubt about it. Absolutely. Uh, Speaking of across the country, uh, the quack attack uh, out there on the West Coast uh, put it to uh, Washington State 38-24. Actually, it was closer um, than I was hoping it would be uh, if you want Oregon to be a legitimate contender as well. right now sitting at number three with a nine and one record uh in the um playoff poll and uh, they came out and took care of business you know nothing spectacular offensively uh again dave i know i say it every week their defense man swarms to the ball they don't get beat deep they're fat their linebackers are all over the place pass rush like crazy uh really not a school you think of when you think top-ranked defenses, uh, but mm-hmm. this Oregon Duck team, uh, very impressive on the defensive side uh, to me. Yep, no doubt. Uh, only 91 yards rushing for Washington State on 25 attempts. That's 3.6 yards per carry. But, Mike, I'm curious. Uh, nothing spectacular out of Oregon's offense except for 47 rushing attempts for 306 yards, yeah, yeah. Uh, 6.5 yards per carry and four touchdowns. Uh, I would say that's that's pretty good. But, again, Oregon's offensive uh, prowess, if you will, uh, this is not all that spectacular 
when you look at it in the grand scheme of things, only 441 yards of total offense. Um, but still, Which very, very explosive. Isn't, right, isn't spectacular. For, you know, no individual had a spectacular game. I guess I should have worded it that way. But you're right, <laughs> 47 attempts, you know, committed to the run much, you know, 47 attempts. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, now keep I mean they were playing Washington State but they need to continue to win Oregon right. and Mike here is another game and I just cannot understand this Oregon uh, they win this game now this week they go to Utah uh, the top two teams there and at Utah and the, Utah is favored by three Utah's favored. Utah is favored by three. Oh my goodness. I literally saw that. It's one thing to see Ohio State favored by that much. Right. But when you're talking about the number three team in the nation going on the road and, and playing Utah, and Utah's ranked, they're 23rd, they're right. seven and three. I mean, yeah. they're a good team. Yeah. But we're talking about the number three team in the country, and Utah is favored. I, that's a real real slap in the face uh, to everything that is the Oregon Ducks, I think. Uh, and Vegas is taking a whack at the uh, college playoff committee uh, doing that, you know, setting the line with Utah favored because, uh, like you said, number three in uh, in the rankings to be, uh, I mean, the only teams that they should not be favored against are one and two, <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. even, you know, yeah. four or five, but number 23 in the country with three losses, uh, I don't get it. Uh, it'll be interesting to peek in on that one, 7.30 Saturday, uh, you know, on ABC. So, you know, a marquee matchup that they're putting in prime time and giving the West Coast a little love uh, back yeah. east. Yeah, here, so. yeah. Very yeah, no, very that's uh, that'll be a very interesting game. You know, Mike, there were some uh, some upsets too. There were. Uh, I like to uh, branch out a little bit and not talk about ranked teams. Okay. One of uh, and is a team and a program that has been widely regarded as one of the worst in college football. The Kansas Jayhawks, Mike. Mm -hmm. One win this year one mm -hmm. and they, they go they play the texas longhorns mike and mm -hmm. stomping them 35 to 14 at halftime wow. uh just an unbelievably big whooping and uh texas comes back they end up going into overtime and Kansas ends up winning this game 57 to 56 in overtime. Um, and just stunning. They go for two there at the end of the game uh, when they didn't need to go for two. You know, they weren't in the third overtime where you have to go for it at that yeah. point. And uh, they go for two in the win and they get it. Uh, an absolutely maligned Kansas team. And my goodness, what has happened to Texas four and six on the season after the loss? Uh, just, uh, you know, as big a stunner as some of these other upsets. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you know, th this box score is pregnant with stats, dude. Everywhere you look, you know, <laughs> uh, 
just uh, huge games by every player and team uh, totals. Uh, but I agree that Texas team, you know, when, when they played Oklahoma there in the Red River shootout, um, you know, they were very competitive with Oklahoma and uh, look, they have a ton of athletes like they always do. Um, but they're just not, I, I don't know what happened here. Uh, Dave's talk about head scratchers, you know, like you said, Kansas Jayhawks uh, known for, you know, being inept in football uh, and they come out uh, their previous win uh, on the season 17 to 14 against South Dakota uh, so not exactly uh, a juggernaut or a ranked team that they beat uh, all the way back on September 3rd uh, after that they uh, reeled off eight losses in a row so uh, <laughs> you know good for Kansas you know was a storm the field situation for sure uh, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, good for them, bad for Texas. Texas, you know, we are talking about all-time coaches. And Mac Brown, you know, years ago was right up there, had that program uh, humming, seemed like uh, quarterback you there for a while. And uh, now, you know, um, not good. This is not good. And uh, Texas, yep. four and six and might not make a bowl game. Uh, you know, not good for the Big 12. Not good for the Texas program. So, great job pointing that out, buddy. Yeah, Texas has uh, at West Virginia, and then home for uh, a good uh, seven and three Kansas State team. So, yeah, uh, there's a really good chance. Yeah, they they could definitely be in trouble for sure. Um, And then, Mike, the other interesting game there in the Big Twelve for me. the Texas Tech Red Raiders. I don't know if you saw this, Mike. Uh, me, they they come out at the end of it's tied at thirty eight, and they line up, and the kicker makes a sixty two yard field goal at the buzzer. Wow! In for college. Texas Tech wow. in college, sixty two yards uh, to beat uh, Iowa State and. Boy, they stormed the field after, and sure. just just a great, you know, nothing more than that. Just a great story to see a 62-yard field goal win a game in college. You just don't see it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one game that piqued my interest all the way back to last Thursday, which, you know, you don't usually check in on college games on Thursday because you have the NFL playing, and, you you know, you're just not ramped up for uh, college action. But, uh Pitt versus uh, North Carolina, uh, thirty to twenty-three. Pitt wins the game, goes to eight and two on the season. Uh, but North Carolina, you know, was right there. This is another game that went into overtime, uh, and Kenny Pickett had a nice game for Pitt, the, the quarterback that's you know probably going to be drafted very high. You're going to hear his name a lot when it comes to scouting and NFL combines and that kind of thing. Uh, but, uh, you know, good ACC matchup uh, with number 21 Pitt uh, pulling out a very entertaining football game, Dave. Uh, yep, yeah, definitely. And let's not forget uh, Sam Howell for North Carolina. He's oh, right. also been very, very good over his career. Yep. Um, he'll get drafted somewhere, probably not early. Yep, he'll, but, yeah. yeah, he will definitely show up there as well. Uh, so... 
you know, it'll be interesting. The the ACC uh, is going to have a bunch of quarterbacks uh, coming out this year. Uh, so, you know, it, it, just an interesting observation. Where were you going to go next, buddy? Well, you know, I hate to just keep going back to the Big 12, but one of the other big upsets. I don't uh, think you hate it. No, I think no. hate's a strong word. So, yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah, I agree. Yes. No, no, that's good. Um, the undefeated Oklahoma Sooners, mm-hmm. Mike, uh, played a, a game Baylor team, and Baylor put a hurt on them, 27-14. Yeah. Um, and... I, I saw this stat, and this is unbelievable to me. This loss by Oklahoma was their first loss in November in five years. Really? Wow. Five years. They haven't lost a game in November. Wow. That's, uh, that's uh, a successful program. Wow, that's but, crazy. Um, yeah, when you look at Oklahoma, they only had 260 uh, total yards. Mm-hmm. Baylor had 296 just on the ground. Um, so, you know, Baylor, you know, we had talked about uh, last week, you know, what happens with Oklahoma and we're going to continue to watch and, you know, and all of this. And they lose and, boy, they they dropped. Uh, yeah. They dropped down quite a bit, five spots, and really just right out of it completely. No, they um, were one of the teams that controlled their own destiny and could have – you know, messed up what's been going on, you know, in the playoff picture. And, uh, you know, this game put an end to that. They had Oklahoma had a 17 game winning streak going into this game, Dave. Yes. Um, yeah. Longest in the nation. And uh, Baylor, you know, just uh, took it to them. Baylor's been tough all year. You know, eight and eight and two is no joke. And they're a team that will get into an interesting bowl game and it'll be fun to watch you know, what they do uh, in the postseason. They won't obviously get into a playoff, but um, a team that I would point to to uh, promote expanding the playoffs, uh, you know, this Baylor team peaking at the right time of the season, and because they have two losses, you know, they have no shot, but they're a kind of team that, um, you know, most big-time programs would not want to run into. Uh, here in November and, and early December. So, uh, yeah, good job out of you pointing that game out, buddy. Uh, yeah, and so Baylor's going to play uh, Kansas State this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how, how that looks. Kansas State 7-3, and three, Baylor 8-2. and two. Uh, You know, it's this This is going to be an, a, a close game in uh, in Kansas State. Right. Um so yeah, but that 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 loss by Oklahoma really just kind of, as we talked early on, now puts the focus to squarely on the SEC and the Big Ten to really determine right. those top four teams. Uh, and these kinds of uh, losses by big programs helped Cincinnati really move up to uh, the number five spot now in the uh, the playoff rankings. Uh, really can't do anything to help themselves. Uh, at this point, they kind of need everyone to uh, beat each other up. They probably are rooting for uh, Georgia to beat Alabama and give them a second loss and drop them yeah. down. And they're certainly lo- rooting for Oregon to lose, uh, so maybe they could you know, sneak into a fourth spot. Um, but moving up to five is huge because that means, you know, obviously you're next on the list. So. 
Yep, um, put some look, put some right there. Right. Um, you know, Ohio State already has one loss. If they get another, you know, they get two losses. Alabama gets two losses. Right. It opens the door for Cincinnati for sure. Yeah. I think you know. Again, as we talked about, where does Alabama's second loss come? I mean, if it comes at the hands of Arkansas this week. I think Cincinnati, you know, Arkansas is good, but I think Cincinnati, it, that gives them the chance to move in there. And if they don't, that is a crying shame. I know their schedule has not been good, mm-hmm. um, but they are the example of this team that has stayed right there all year long, uh, right on the doorstep of that. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how all of that plays out, Mike, uh, any other games you want to talk about? Uh, you know, I just want to say I was trying to dream scenarios up where the Notre Dame fighting Irish could sneak into the playoff, but they just can't, you know, being an independent, uh, they've got Georgia tech, uh, this week, and then they play, uh, their annual game with Stanford. Uh, neither team uh, is ranked or high enough to get them, uh, Notre Dame, a quality win. Uh, so I just wanted to touch on that. Yeah, they did beat Virginia pretty handily, 28-3. to uh, And they'll they'll be, you know, in a decent bowl game as well. But uh, just trying to dream up scenarios, buddy. Uh, my Liberty yeah. Flame took a third loss on the season. Uh, oh, the flame is, flame is going out, Mike. Yeah, they're dousing the flame pretty good this year. Uh, unfortunately, but, uh, you know, the uh, aforementioned last week tennis team, the UTSA Roadrunners, uh, they continue to be undefeated, 23 in the nation, uh, beating Southern Miss 27-17. So um, they're still undefeated. Again, another team that uh, will probably end up undefeated and not really get a chance uh, into the playoffs, but uh, what happened? Uh, you want to talk about your Syracuse Orange, buddy, or uh, would you rather not? <sighs> yeah, I mean, we, we look. We certainly need to. Um, I, I just don't even know where to go uh, <laughs> with this. Um, I, you know, seriously, this was um, as bad a loss as you're ever going to see. Mm-hmm. Um, an absolute drubbing, uh, forty-one to three. Mm. Uh, Syracuse's three points came on their their first drive, uh, and in a situation where you'd like to see them punch it in, and they don't do that, they end up kicking the field goal. Yep. Um, and you know, right away the first drive, two huge runs by Louisville. I mean, they they go down the field like they're they're doing on a. a you know, an offensive practice with no defense out there. (laughs) That's pretty much what it looked like. And that's very strange because Syracuse's defense has, you know, I mean, they have certainly given up some points, but they've, they've been there. Not like this though. Right. No, not, not like this. Um, This was just, everything was just terrible. Um, You know, uh, Cunningham uh, for Louisville, just, shredded them four touchdown passes uh, everything just looked perfectly placed and um louisville just looked very sharp syracuse looked awfully flat coming off of a bye week mike yes uh you just don't like to see that yeah. um 
you know, we were going on and on about for we have for a couple of weeks, you know, they get another win and become bowl eligible and, you mm-hmm. know, Babers keeps his job. And what in the hell did they do during the bye week? I mean, they just looked so awful. They looked unprepared, bad coaching, uh, bad playing, yeah. just all over. Everything was terrible. It was a, uh, that's a fireable offense by Babers to have oh, your team oh, oh, yeah. that unprepared and that flat uh, coming off of a bye, like you said, with momentum trying to get into a bowl game. Uh, that's it. I'm not you know, a proponent of calling for people's jobs, but that's a fireable offense, Dave. Oh, I, there's no doubt. Um, and, you know, this is a game that you'd like to see Syracuse win uh, because now they have, uh, you know, arguably their yeah. two, two hardest games of the year now, a North Carolina State team that's playing well, and then Pittsburgh, right. uh, who's, you know, likely going to play uh, in the ACC title game. And, uh, yes, they can if they beat Virginia this week. They will uh, wrap up the Coastal Division and solidify a spot in the ACC title game. And Syracuse has got to win one of these two games. Uh, I have very little confidence in this right now. Uh, This was a game, and the local media was everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Uh, Syracuse had a drive to get down, and they went for it on fourth and goal. And, of course... You know, Garrett Schrader fumbles the ball and Louisville recovers. And, you know, it was that kind of day for Syracuse. Uh, just just absolutely awful. Only 184 yards uh, of offense. Um, Why is we've been Garrett about- Schrader the focus of this offense? He's 10 for 18 for 46 yards passing. And then 20 rushing attempts a day for 43 yards, 2.1 average. I don't understand when you have Tucker uh, and you have some pretty decent wide receivers. I don't understand why Schrader, it's not like he is Deshaun Watson or Donovan McNabb or, you know, uh, anybody in, you know, Syracuse's history that could run and be the focus of the offense like this. I I don't understand the decision making there. Can you enlighten me or? Jeez. No. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting, you know, when they the success that they've had has been when Schrader is running the ball and and doing, you know, the RPOs, which mostly turn into runs. Right. Um, but you know, Louisville was just quick to the task in this game early on, uh, and Syracuse couldn't get the running game going, and then they're too far behind. Uh, you know, they continue to run the ball, though, and not, with not much success. Yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, I guess you just look at it, you hit the reset button, and you, you go back and... and you got to you know, hope it's a trap game for Pittsburgh. They've already wrapped up the Coastal Division of the ACC. Uh, they'll be right, that forward. last game, right. Right. You know, may, maybe they get some younger kids in, or they don't play picket the whole game. or You know, that's what you got to yeah. hope for to get that... You know, I'm not saying that, of course, they could beat either team. That's, you know, that's why they play the games, as they say. Uh, yeah. you know, but uh, based on what we're seeing from Syracuse right now, not good, buddy. Not good. Yeah. And adding insult to injury in this game, they uh, Louisville retired uh, Lamar Jackson's mm. uh, number at halftime. And the announcers said it and 
they didn't really need to because the video that they they put up um, of this uh, blowout uh, during Lamar Jackson's Heisman Trophy season where he leaps over the Syracuse defender. um, And, you know, they were saying apologies to Syracuse, you know, because, Mm -mm. (laughs) you know, here we go. And then Malik Cunningham does does his best Lamar Jackson impersonation. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, Yeah, it was just really bad all the way around. There's, There's no two ways about it. Um, and so, yeah, now we sit with these last two games and, and wonder, uh, you know, this, this is a team that, you know, week in and week out, you just don't know what you're going to get. Right. And, you know, their five and five record tells you all you need to know. Uh, but this win for Louisville gets them to five and five, Mike. Mm. And now they are, um, yeah, you're, it's funny you were talking about the Thursday night game, and I just happened to have it on here, and it's Louisville against Duke, and they're up 14-3 uh, against the bad Duke team uh, early in the second quarter. So wow. um, Louisville seems to have said, "Oh, we beat Syracuse. Now we can, you know, oh, now it's 21 to three. So <laughs> um, you know, it's one of those things. Malik Cunningham two touchdown passes, and the defense now with a interception. Uh, against Duke. So, yeah, it's just very, very disheartening, to say the least. Uh, I'll continue to support them, though. We'll be... No, I'm uh, a double dipper. I understand. Yep, and we'll be doing the the double dipping on Saturday with the football game at 4 and the men's basketball game at 5. Oh, oh, nice. uh, Who were the men playing in basketball? uh, Oh, my goodness. It doesn't matter. Stuff that I should... No, they are playing the Colgate Red Raiders. Oh, right? yeah, it's baby. One of your favorite teams to talk about from last year's Absolutely. NCAA and how they they moved up so highly in, in all of the rankings and hadn't played anybody. So <laughs> The Colgate Red Raiders, beautiful. Yes, Colgate right. Red Raiders. So, you know, folks, like I said, two weeks left, really, of the regular season here uh, in college football. Then you'll have championship uh, Saturday for, you know, these conference championships. And uh, you'll get your Army-Navy game and all of that. And then, uh, you know, bowl season in in its entirety will roll out. We'll finally know who's in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl and the Cheez-It Bowl and the carquestalamo.com bull or whatever um, and go from there buddy so enjoy it folks uh, you know the fall air is turning into the uh, winter gulf stream here in upstate New York uh, <laughs> a high of 29 tomorrow buddy high of 29 so put the shorts away get your uh, zubas out and uh, you know Get prepared for college football. Uh, folks, thanks so much for uh, all your feedback. Uh, we enjoy the college football, obviously. Um, and Dave has the close ties to Syracuse. Um, and we're going to continue to enjoy it uh, as long as we have it here in 2021. Uh, give us your feedback on uh, all the social media platforms. Uh, Dave always says, you know, pick your favorite uh, podcast delivery system. Uh, try them all out. Go to Stitcher. Go to Verbal. Go to Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and all of those. Uh, we're there. Just search Think Tank Sports, and you can find us. And uh, as always, when you do that, 
give us a five-star rating here at Think Tank Sports, where we strive for five.